Yanmar trying to get it towards the empty net. He dives. He scores. Hat trick. Game seven. Yanmar. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. And he comes, fakes, he scores! Mark Stone, shorthanded goal, took the goal off its pegs, lost his stick, but more room to pump his fist. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millar, and Ryan Wallace. Out on location, Finley Volkswagen Valley Automall, FinleyVW.com on the website. Uh, it's the VGK Insider Show. Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace. Uh, Jeffy's here with us uh, as well. He's been walking around the showroom. People, I love how when we do these on location mm-hmm. and people come over, they talk to us, and then after a while, they, they're just selling cars, moving, moving inventory. It, it, we just become part of the, the furniture uh, here at, at Finley Volkswagen. It's always fun to me when uh, it's just like totally normal on a Thursday afternoon to have yeah. two guys doing a radio show <laughs> in the middle of a showroom, and no one no one bats an eye because they're so focused in on their cars, and that's that's awesome because the fleet here is fantastic. We have a new opening coming up for our number two next week, and it's it, it, all the Yanmark and, and the, the, that was great from the playoffs, Chapman. Let's let's bring in here. You have to make. The hour number two opening, full of last night, between <laughs> between the Marcheseau goal, the Brossois save with twenty five seconds to go, and the Dadanov overtime winner. There's your hour number two. You don't even have to go searching for anything. I'm making it as easy as possible for you. Well, well, there there is a problem with that. I've already what? sent off. In fact, I did it last week, and I'm still waiting for it to come back. But I have sent off the uh, the the new opens for hour number one and number two. Okay. So. Uh, so you're on it. I, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, well, we'll talk about it off the air, but uh, yeah, I, I they they've been sent off. So nobody rolls over on on other people in in the company like Chapman does. Like I, I right want, under the bus. I want so desperately to refute that, but I can't. <laughs> it 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 happens time and time again. Hey, we've got our ratings for last night's game uh, coming up in just a little bit. You also hear from Manny Viveros, who is uh, on the ice for the Henderson Silver Knights. Be back behind the bench with the uh, American Hockey League team this weekend. He, of course, stepped away for non-COVID reasons uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he today uh, revealed why he stepped away and uh, what uh, the future is uh, for him. But the great news is that he's going to be behind the bench, but it's an emotional story, and it's uh, it's a telling story that uh, we can all learn from uh, in this uh, age that we're, uh, a lot of us are in and a lot of us that, that uh, listen to the radio station. So uh, there's some uh, lessons to be taken uh, and advice to be grabbed from Manny Viveros' experience. And you'll also hear from Robin Leonard, who joined me on the Chirp Podcast uh, this week, uh, discussing uh, the potential of him going to china for the beijing olympic games sounds like a no-brainer but there's a little bit going into it uh you'll be interested to hear those comments but uh out of the gate uh off of the 3-2 overtime victory grades for last night let's start with chapman the i'm I'm going okay i'm we already know carolina reaper times two like i'm i'm mainstreaming both of them you only get one vote okay Carolina Reaper for me. That's the uh, uh, most obvious thing in the world after after what we witnessed last night. Chapman. Okay. I right. I was back and forth on which way to go here. Told you. 
But at the end of the day, I, I think there's a lot of intangibles that we need to look at. Second night of a back-to-back. The travel issues. Loren Brassois making his very first start as a member of the Golden Knights. Then you look at the play on the ice. All right, maybe not the best for the first 30 minutes, but when the Golden Knights needed to make plays, whether it was Jonathan Marcheseau, Laurent Brossois with the huge save, Nick Waugh with the big defensive play in overtime to get the puck to Evgeny Dadanoff, the Donoff, oh boy, I did it. <laughs> the Donoff. There you go. That, you know what you, know you got to do? You got to uh, yeah. tell me that I'm the greatest. Darren, you are the greatest. Thank you, Chapman. All right. When, so was that the payoff? I, I, I don't know. So, okay. so when I look at the intangibles, I feel like I have to go Carolina Reaper here. Maybe not because they played their best game. You know, it probably was their best game of the season. But I think when you look at everything else behind the scenes that were away from the ice, I think the fact that they stepped up and won that game when it really looked like they had the chip stacked against them, I'm going Carolina Reaper. Tell me we've got uh, a sound effect coming up if if it's three for three. Uh, Carolina Reapers. How about just Jeff Blaschel saying score? I kind of like you to come up with something, well, like a bell or something I, I, like that. I, I, I think I have a whistle somewhere. Thank you. What do you have to say, Wallace? A whistle. Great. Um, so listen, <laughs> that's our operator, Chris Chapman. Yep. Always prepared. Yep, that's a good. That's a good one. That's a that's a tweet, Chapman. You're just sending me a tweet. Fantastic. Uh, listen, the Golden Knights were not good in the first period. The Golden Knights were outshot fifteen five. Yeah, not not good. And the shot attempts were thirty to ten. It, it was about as bad a first period as the Golden Knights have had all year. That being said, what they did in that game in hanging around and finding a way is, to me, the sign of a team that's turning the corner because there were so many reasons to not have that third period. There were so many reasons to just kind of accept that this game wasn't going to go in your favor and pack it in. The Golden Knights didn't do it. That's a Carolina Reaper to me. It's very, very simple here. I don't care that the Golden Knights didn't play their best game. What I care about is you go on the road, four out of four points. You're one game, one game away from 500, which is where I said they needed to be without Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty. This is a team getting it done, finding a way, and that wins out for me. Grab me a glass of milk because we got three Carolina Reapers on the VGK Insider Show. Was and that no, your uh, no Brockmeyer impression? And no whistle. I was hoping for a sound effect there. That's so bad, Chapman. Like you got all care. these other things. There's no like bell or there's there's there isn't a better drop in there at all. Score. <laughs> three for three. That's our first three for three uh, with the Carolina Reaper, and uh, it came in uh, dramatic fashion Score. with the overtime winner. By Dadanov from Nikwa. I loved uh, Dadanov's uh, post-game interview with Ashley Weiss, just talking about how Wa, like it was Wa's goal. He's, he, I mean, he he did all the work, right, in the corner, making the play, getting it out to Dadanov. Like it's it's a, a heavy, hard type of of goal, especially one, one to score in overtime, where you you get the chance because you're dogged on the puck um, in the corner along the wall. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Nick Waugh, he's kind of coming into his own here. And, and we expected that with a little bit more uh, responsibility, we could see an uptick in, in his rate and, and his game. I thought it was on display when he stood up for Keegan Colasar against Colorado, and it certainly showed there on the overtime winner from Dodonov. Maybe those uh, 16, 17 minutes that he spent in the penalty box in Denver, 
allowed him to be fresher. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Last night, yeah. I uh, mean, well, in the turnaround, considering how much everyone had to play in the third period, yeah, probably. Uh, that uh, was a great performance for the Vegas Golden Knights. Now they'll try to make it three straight wins tomorrow afternoon in the 5 o'clock face-off, uh, 4 o'clock pregame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas uh, against the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, three straight wins to match what happened in 2018-19 when the Vegas Golden Knights uh, started year number two with a record of 1-4. and four. In your heart of heart, did you see this? coming where they would go into tomorrow with a, a chance to get back to 500 that seemed like a long way away at the start of the week no I, I mean i thought going on the road colorado and dallas getting a split out of that would have been mm. successful right like when the golden knights secured that third point i thought even if you lose in overtime this is a, a phenomenal road trip for this team but getting all four points that's that's huge it's huge and I know it's early. I know there's time to, to make up ground, but the fact that the Golden Knights were able to to kind of swing those points in their favor when I don't think a lot of people expected them to do that, and now you come home, you have an opportunity against a team that you have generally played well against, and I know circumstances are different this year in Anaheim. Um, it's a great spot for the Golden Knights to, within a week, completely changed the narrative surrounding where this team is. I think Alex Petrangelo has really asserted himself uh, in on this roster, even more so than we saw in the Stanley Cup playoffs last year. Uh, amazing, considering he hasn't scored a goal yet, that uh, he is arguably uh, the best player. But another facet that uh, was exposed to us this week was the misfits. And whether they played together or not, uh, whether they were scoring shorthanded goals, uh, six-on-five goals, uh, even strength goals, like, I I look at the last couple of games and see three veteran players with all these injuries that took ownership of this team and put this team on their shoulders. I think it started with Riley Smith in Colorado. Mm -hmm. It was the best game he played all year for the Golden Knights. You could tell that it, there was something more in his game, and, and it stemmed from being a leader, wanting to see this team get back in the win column. I, I, I look at William Carlson and – you know, production, whatever. It's all for me about how good Carlson is defensively and how so good. this guy can shut down the opposition's best player and does it while also creating offense, which is a very, very difficult thing to do in this league. And you know what? When the Golden Knights need a hero, more often than not, it's Jonathan Marcheseau. And, you know, in this, in this point of the season, the Golden Knights need all three of those guys to continue to show up and continue to put in the work and and lead. And they've done it over the last couple of games, for sure. Were you surprised to see Alec Martinez out there for warm-up yesterday? Yeah, yeah. though I will say... Uh, me, me too. Like, like, I, like I, I, It's interesting, right, because it, you didn't get a morning skate. You didn't really right. get a, a sense of kind of where Martinez was. You, you knew that he, he kind of took a, a day of practice a, a when, when they were in Colorado, but you weren't really sure... Uh, but fortunately for me, I had Dan Duva on the pregame show, mm. and Dan let me know as soon as Martinez came out that he was on the ice for warm-up. So that was phenomenal. Uh, great sign. Uh, they do uh, lose Will Carrier halfway through that game uh, after a shot block. You want to play in the National Hockey League? You want to uh, earn that money? It sounds great. It is great. Uh, there's a lot of perks to go with it, but the, uh, the spasm when he was on the ice when it looked like he'd moved the wrong way. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, like just 
we don't have an update uh, as of yet on Will Carrier's condition, but uh, again, that was that looked as bad as the Mark Stone limping off the uh, off the ice. Now that ended up being a better prognosis than we originally thought. It was day to day, week to week, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, let's let's hope it's a similar situation. But it didn't look pretty. No, it it looked rough for Will Carrier, and you know, outside of sitting here trying to speculate on it no. my my hope is just that he's he's going to be better and he's going to get to full health as soon as possible because you know he's a player that had an opportunity he was playing with Stevenson and Krebs the speed of that mm-hmm. line was i think starting to do some really good things for the Golden Knights and you know it's 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 hard to look at what has happened so far this season with Vegas and all the injuries and it's seemingly being every single game that a player goes out but it's a team that's managing it, and they're managing through it, and they're finding ways to win. Fox Sports Las Vegas, the VGK Insider Show, uh, live on location at Finley Volkswagen, the Valley Auto Mall. Come by, say hi. Uh, just uh, had a great chat uh, at the top of the hour with a uh, couple of people who are actually uh, listening to the show, then came by, and now they're looking at a car. So it's, uh, it's a great two-for-one opportunity to, uh, to chat with us and also uh, see some of the models that they have here on the showroom floor. Uh, so players going out. We don't know uh, any time soon uh, for returns, although uh, Martinez did uh, kind of surprise us last night by jumping back into the lineup. There's reinforcements in the form of Ben Hutton, who comes over, veteran defenseman, and uh, and he is uh, one of those players that uh, that you look at that could be swing between the American League or the National Hockey League, but uh, has been a full-time National Hockey Leaguer for a number of years, uh, was with the Anaheim Ducks last year and signed a PTO with the Anaheim Ducks, uh, but uh, didn't crack their roster and was available and signs a one-year deal. Yeah, the, the Ben Hutton signing is interesting. Um, you know, it's obviously... I look at it as depth, right? Like you you can never have too much depth as we're finding out right now with the Vegas Golden Knights. You've got experience with 379 NHL games for Ben Hutton. Um, Offensively, the last couple of years, it's not been there, but he has had some productive seasons early on in his career in the NHL. You bring him in, you trust him in your own zone. I I think it's a a really solid signing by the Vegas Golden Knights. How much he's going to play, where it's going to fit, all that we'll find out in the coming days as, as we see how Hutton's used. But depth is important here, and for the Golden Knights who've been tested via injury, you, you got to make sure you have players that are ready to go. Well, like Henderson's been beat that up. too, yep. So that's there's just not the the resources to call players up. Yeah. Like Daniil Mirmanov, lovely story, awesome, and uh, and he's my favorite player because of uh, the conversation we like. Just so energetic. He never played in the National Hockey League before and had like six games in the American Hockey League. Yeah. Before this year, uh, it's going to take some time. So Ben Hutton is a player that uh, Ryan McGill and Pete DeBoer, uh, who work together in the with the defenseman, uh, can can put out there as somebody that they can trust that that has been through this type of situation before. Yeah, and and I think that's you know it's it's important, right? Like you you have to make sure that that you have your bases covered and you've got a player out there in, in Ben Hutton that, that wasn't playing that you, you should be able to trust if he's got to play in the NHL. You have to put him in the lineup and, and you trust him in that spot. I think it's good. And, you know, Miramanov's an interesting, just a, a, a fantastic story. Did you see year. him on the wing last night? He's, he, yeah. I wasn't sure which wing he was playing. It was, it was a little um, 
you know, unstructured, I it suppose. It was awesome. Uh, but, like, listen, you you don't want to put so much pressure on Daniil Miramanov in right. these situations. You want to bring him along, and, and you want to build his confidence while still trying to win hockey games. And the games Miramanov played as a defenseman, I thought he looked really good. Mm-hmm. I, it, we talked about it in his own zone. But um, there will be times where you're going to lean toward experience. And having a guy in the fold like Ben Hutton allows you to do that. Puts a little more uh, moisture in the washcloth. That's what I uh, put it out. It's an interesting one. Well, we were they were ringing it pretty dry last night. That's a good point. Uh, with, uh, with you're, that. Really, you're really hung up on that analogy I am. today. I am. I, uh, I, I certainly am. Uh, Did you work out? That's a short of, a sweat. short of bench, especially on a back-to-back. We, we talked yesterday in the abbreviated show. Yeah. That Pete DeBoer went down in numbers in the Colorado game uh, way more than he ever would have in a normal situation, knowing mm-hmm. that there was back-to-backs. Yeah. But it was so important to get that win and, and turn a corner. And so you're slightly more fatigued going in than, than you would hope to be going into the second half in Dallas, and you double down. And when you even... Fewer players. Like Miramano played four minutes. Uh, uh, what was how, you're looking at the ice time right now? Oh, I thought I, I try and read your mind with the way you're going uh, with that. But Howden was uh, was just uh, around ten minutes uh, of ice time. Uh, Carrier left after the second period. Uh, they they were really short staffed uh, up front last night. Yeah, they were. And and again, we you know we've talked about it going into the game last night when you've you you're in a position because of an injury Yanmark in Colorado uh you you're, you're already forced to essentially just having 11 forwards on the ice anyway yeah. then you drop another one in Carrier now you've got 10 forwards and it it became a balancing act and it became um for me an exercise in intuition with your coach right like it it if you wonder the uh, the impact and the feel that Pete DeBoer has for this team and the players, you look to last night's game, to finding the winning combination, to finding which guys are going to go with which and how you're going to manage that in the third period, and it gets you a win, that's a, that's a coaching win for me, for Pete DeBoer. It really is. Vegas doesn't play Saturday, Sunday, Monday as they go out east uh, for the Canadian road trip. Tomorrow afternoon, T-Mobile Arena. 5 o'clock start with Dan Duva and Gary Lawless, 4 o'clock pregame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, Ryan Wallace at the controls there. Uh, I, if if the Misfits play 24 minutes tomorrow night, Chandler Stevenson plays 24 minutes tomorrow night, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I, like let's get let's get a thirty minuteer for uh, Alec Martinez. Oh, for, just just two minutes. It just, Petro, just two games Petro's back. thirty minutes for sure. Tomorrow. Oh, for yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, like you you play them as much as you can, right? Because. You have such a great opportunity in front yeah. of you. You get back to 500. You start to feel incredibly good about that road trip that's upcoming. Four games, Canada. Like, that to me is a big, big step for the Golden Knights. Everything's on the line. Everything's on the table tomorrow. Like, you, you play the Misfits as much as you need to. You play your best players as much as they can handle because you take those rest days, those recovery days afterward. Uh, this is a great day for Zach Whitecloud, although he remains out with the injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations to Zach. A six-year deal worth $16.5 million. Yep. The AAV is 2.75. Yes, sir. Uh, 
a great deal. Kind of falls in the range of Braden McNabb. Uh, points per game, uh, White Cloud is slightly above, but uh, but just by a little bit. McNabb makes 2.5, is in the last year of his deal. So uh, a little bit of a bump up, but uh, I, I would put those two contracts in, in similar ranges. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. And the, the writing for me is on the wall with Zach White Cloud. This is going to be a top four defenseman for this team. And you, you look at this contract, you get him locked up for six years. The, this cap hit at the end of the deal is going to be fantastic because yeah, I just look at the progression from White Cloud over the last couple of seasons to what I think he can be at the NHL with more experience. He is going to be a gamer, an absolute stud for the Golden Knights. This is a great contract. 96 uh, birth year. Uh, so uh, we're, we're talking about a guy that's still in his, like going into his prime here. This is his third contract and uh, gets a nice little bump up because uh, he was right 750. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, that's great. Congratulations and, and well earned. Uh, a person that's uh, kind of, it's hard to believe he hasn't played a full season in the number of games yet. Yeah. 72 games yeah. for his career feels like he's been around for 10 years it really does feel that way um there's been a lot that's happened surrounding zach Whitecloud with this club at the nhl level there's been pauses and bubbles and shortened seasons um you know and now an injury right an injury in in what would have been a normal season as normal as can be under these circumstances for zach Whitecloud. so um good on him I, I think the contract's fantastic, and, and he's going to outplay it by the end of it for sure. Pretty good free agent signing. Not yeah, bad. Not, not bad. Uh, Bemidji State? Is it Bemidji? Yeah. 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 Uh, we're, let's take a break. Uh, when we continue, uh, we will uh, let you uh, listen in on a conversation that uh, Brian McCormack, our good buddy, the voice of the Henderson Silver Knights, had with uh, Manny Bibros on HSK today at uh, on 1230 Uh the game today and we'll get into that plus uh, robin leonard uh, with a conversation that uh, occurred on the trip podcast about uh, the possibility of playing in the olympics and what has to happen there you sounds like a no-brainer but there's also a little bit more to it uh, that uh, that may have to happen it's the vgk insider show on fox sports las vegas broadcasting live from finley volkswagen in the valley Automall. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Still a couple of minutes to get down here and uh, check out uh, Finley Volkswagen. I, I, I pause because somebody just walked by in a squirrel outfit. Yep. And you don't necessarily... <laughs> You don't necessarily expect that, but then I remember it's Halloween. Sure. So yep. uh, my first thought was mascot or, boy, the squirrels are big yeah. out here in Henderson yep. at the Valley Auto Mall. But out of the corner of my eye, this thing it just went flying by. Yeah, it was, it was well done. Yeah, uh, like perfect it. timing, too. Uh, Finley Volkswagen, we're at the Valley Auto Mall, and we're hanging out. Uh, we've got the swag pack here. Uh, one more uh, opportunity for you to come by and fill out a ballot and uh, – enter to win the water bottle the hoodie and uh, check out some of the uh, the great lines of uh, vehicles that they have here at uh, finley volkswagen it's the vgk insider show on fox sports las vegas i uh, want to get to a couple of things that we've been uh, discussing uh, first and foremost uh, so great to hear that manny vivros is going to be back with the henderson silver knights 
this weekend. He stepped away with non-COVID-related uh, 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 issues uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, today he joined Brian McCormick on uh, HSK Today on 1230 The Game, uh, our sister station, uh, home of the Henderson Silver Knights, and uh, talked about uh, why he uh, stepped aside and uh, what the future holds for uh, Manny Viveros when it comes to coaching the American Hockey Lake Club. Here is part of that conversation. Um, yeah, no, I just uh, unfortunately have been uh, diagnosed with uh, prostate cancer. Um, so I had taken a leave of absence uh, uh, for the first uh, part of the season here. Uh, we've been trying to, at the very early stages of this, to try to figure out uh, a game plan of what we want to do going forward. And uh, and now that we have one in place uh, through the doctors, and um, we have an opportunity now to to be able to go after this and treat this. And uh, so I'm able to get back to work, uh, which is, for me, is, is a really important part of my life. And uh, I'm going to be able to do that uh, till about mid-December. And then I'm going to have to take a another leave of absence for a short period of time again to have the surgery done. Well, Brian, it, it started with a simple blood test. Um, you know, the staff and players uh, with the Vegas Golden Knight organization is at a main training camp, and, uh, you know, everybody went through the physicals and everybody got a blood test. And uh, my uh, PSA levels were, came back really high, and we did a follow-up, another blood test, and they came back very high again. So right away... Uh, BTK organization medical staff set me up with uh, a doctor urologist here in Las Vegas and I went in and saw him and uh, you know obviously he was very concerned right away he checked me out we ended up doing a biopsy and uh, you know unfortunately it did come back uh, uh, that I do have uh, prostate cancer here um, but uh, you know since then um, you know for the time that I've been away from now for almost a month now we've been trying to formulate a, ga- a game plan as far as how we're going to go forward um, there is staging involved this as far as once you find out you have prostate cancer, you have to find out in, in certain uh, aspects of uh, if it's in fact is spread or not, or if it's gone into your bones. And uh, um, so far I've had the really good news in, in, in that regard that it hasn't. And that's, that's a real positive, uh, uh, you know, impact or uh, towards my recovery. Well, you know, Brian, first and foremost, uh, you know, in situations like this, you, 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 for myself, you become very selfish and you ask yourself, why me? Um, you know, and first thing is, you think of it, is your family, my wife and my boys. And uh, um, excuse me, I still get emotional talking about this sometimes, but you, yeah. you think about your family and, uh, you know, you, you want to be there. You want to be there for them for, for a long period of time. So that comes into, comes into thoughts right away. And, uh, but you know, having said that, you know, for the first part, we didn't we didn't have a game plan because you have to go through the next step to find out where exactly, you know, how far the cancer has gone along and and what how you're going to treat it or if you can, in fact, beat it. And uh, you know, we've got uh, you know some pretty uh, positive news, or not pretty positive, very positive news, where the doctors uh, uh, are are quite confident that we have a good chance of of curing this and beating this, and uh, that's something. Uh, you know, for the first time now in about three weeks here, that we have a plan, and uh, you know me, and as far as our staff is that we we live our livelihoods built on plans, and, and a lot of it was not knowing what's going to happen uh, in the future. But now we have a plan, a game, uh, a game plan, so to speak, and and we're going to go after this and do whatever we can to beat. Well, Brian, quite frankly, it probably saved my life uh, just having just a simple blood test. Again, I'm at the age where. You know, I'm over 50, in perfect health, and and you, you just never know. And so a lot of times, uh, you know, 
sometimes ignorance is, is not the best way. And I just figured, that, you know, if, this, if I feel good, there's nothing wrong. And a simple blood test is that. Just getting a simple blood test uh, can make a difference of uh, catching something very early or, or saving a person's life. And uh, I can't help but encourage, uh, you know, people, especially if there's a history in, in their families, just to get that simple blood test. And that can, uh, that can make a, a world of difference in the future. Manny Vivero speaking to uh, Brian McCormack, uh, the head coach of the Henderson Silver Knights, uh, will be back behind the bench uh, for a period of time, and then we'll have to uh, step away uh, when he has the surgery, but diagnosed with prostate cancer, and uh, we wish him the best of luck. And the, the diagnosis, uh, I mean, I mean, I can't imagine what it was like waiting around in that, in that period of time where you're trying to formulate a game plan and, and wondering how it was progressing or how much the cancer had spread uh just uh your mind would do tricks on you during that but it, it come out uh, the best case scenario yeah i, I mean it, it's certainly uh good to hear manny so positive about yeah. what the outlook that's is that's manny and, though right yeah 100 percent. and just the the short time that i've gotten to get to know him um it's you know he, I, I'm 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 in his corner. I'm I'm hopeful that everything is is going to be okay for Manny Viveros. And you know the the game plan is I think one of the most important parts. Being able to work, being able to kind of keep things as as normal as possible, but also knowing that there is a structured approach to to how to fight. I think is is one of those things that that is so important for people that are going through it. I know it was for my mom. Um, so nothing but well wishes and the best for Manny Viveros. Love hearing him talk about uh, a game plan, though, uh, using yeah. that reference over and over. For Coach, sure. game yeah. plan, okay, uh, he, he, something that uh, that for sure he can relate to with the doctors. Uh, and uh, uh, we will uh, send our, our best wishes uh, over to Manny and uh, wish him the best of luck. And the best thing tomorrow is that he's going to be behind the bench with the uh, Henderson Silver Knights as they, they play the Nevada Day game in the morning. And then the uh, Vegas Golden Knights will uh, play tomorrow afternoon uh, at T-Mobile Arena. Five o'clock start there. Uh, Dan Duva and Gary Lawless with the call. Ryan Wallace with the pregame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Expecting Robin Leonard to be back in goal. Uh, nothing for certain on that, but uh, Robin Leonard has uh, come off uh, a really strong performance against the Colorado Avalanche, and this is a big winter uh, for him, taking over the number one job with the Golden Knights. Uh, also have the uh, Olympics uh, in the near future in 2022. He's never played uh, in the Olympic Games before, and uh, he was uh, with me on the Chirp podcast, an interview that I actually did uh, during training camp uh, right before the start of the regular season. We published it this week, and uh, I asked him about the prospects of going to the Olympic Games in February. Do you want to go to China? For uh, the Olympics, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, it would be uh, it would be cool. Uh, talk to the national team. I mean, we'll see here kind of how the season unfolds and stuff like that. I just uh, same. When it comes to the national team, I just want to be treated fair. If I play, if I play best here, I I want to play. You know, uh, it's been a little bit with the national teams, uh, with me in Sweden, my narrative around me throughout my career. It's just been pre determined uh, positions of goaltending and uh, about me which I don't think has been fair so if they treat me fair I'll definitely do it and I want to do it for my country and all that stuff but uh, uh, I'm not going to waste my time either you know so if I've if I'm the better goalie during the season and uh, they want me to play and they say that I'm going to play then I will play if I'm the better goalie this season and they say that someone else is going to play then 
then I'll rather go on vacation. Yeah, it's been a while since you played for the national team. I haven't played a, a national team game to uh, with, uh, with the big boys. I did with juniors, but uh, not with the main team. There's always been, it's been a couple of injuries uh, certain seasons. The one season uh, when I was going to go, I went to rehab and a few times I've said no. So um, in the end of the day, uh, we'll see. If they want me, I'm there. Uh, just got to be fair. They, they, you told them that and they, they understand that? I don't know if they understand it, uh, <laughs> but uh, I told them that, yeah. Oh, what was their reaction? No, it wasn't anything special. Um, I mean, they might not agree with it. it's just how it is. Um, uh, I would love to go and win with uh, Sweden. Uh, I know I could go and win with Sweden. Uh, but again, it's just been this predetermined position about me. And um, it's always been Lundqvist and all that stuff too, right? So, I mean, it's not much argument with that, but even... When Lundqvist, like when it hasn't been Lundqvist, it's uh, they have other goalies in the hierarchy that uh, they 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 think are better. So if if they think other goalies are better, go with that. You know, I'm not the coach. Do you feel pressure? Um, no, no. Uh, I uh, I know it's my most pressured season, 100, um, percent because of the narrative and the whole thing that's been built up here, but. I don't feel it because, again, that's not how I look at it. You know, I I'll do, I'll prepare as good as I can now. I'll try my best, and um, usually when I do that, uh, it'll work out. But you know, I can't do more than my best. So uh, in the end of the day, it's what it is. I, I try not to get into that too much and what people's expectations and stuff are because no one's expectation is going to be higher than mine. You know. My what are your position. expectations, Robin? To win the cup. There's no nothing else. There's no Vesna. There's no wins. There's no statistic. There's no nothing of goals that I have than to win the cup. The rest is doesn't matter. They really don't. Robin Leonard on the Chirp uh, podcast. Uh, uh, thanks to, for joining us on that. The, the full interview can be uh, located wherever you download your podcast, just like where, wherever you download uh, the VGK Insider Show, uh, hour one, hour two edition. Uh, I, I like his attitude, though. He wants to play in the Olympics, but he also wants to play mm-hmm. at the Olympic Games, not just go there. And if, uh, if they don't want him to be, sounds like the number one guy, uh, or get some some games over there, then yeah, he can he can rest up and be ready for the back half of the season here. I I love Robin Leonard. It's just fantastic. It's mm-hmm. so good. Like the fact that that he he kind of says like I I don't know if they understand it, but I've made <laughs> my point very clear. Like this is these are the circumstances. I I just there's there's an amount of confidence and and just just assuredness that he has in himself and his game and and standing up for what he thinks is fair i i love it it's just such a cool energy so follow the vegas golden knights against the calgary flames and Mm -hmm. i haven't looked at the schedule to see exactly when they play but jacob markstrom is the other goaltender that the team sweden the swedish federation would be looking at as as the number one goaltender. Those those are the two guys uh, that are in on it. And uh, with the departure of, of Henrik Lundqvist, uh, that that's where it is for 2022. 
I like th- that will be uh, a couple of fascinating games. December fifth. All right, so right right around when rosters will be announced. And January fifteenth. Yeah, that'll that'll be after. But wow, uh, that that December game will have some uh, some zing to it. Uh, I'm gonna just announce the starting goaltenders for that game right now. <laughs> Jacob Markstrom <laughs> against Robin Leonard uh, in that one. Uh, we get into like his expectations um, relating to legacy. Mm-hmm. It, will he be remembered for the support and the advocacy for mental health or as a goaltender that's a Vesna finalist, a Jennings Trophy winner? Uh, and he said he doesn't want to, he doesn't care about any of it he just wants to win a stanley cup why yeah. does he want to win a stanley cup he wants to win a stanley cup for the journey not for the ring not for the name of the cup just uh for, for the absolute journey. it's a really cool fun conversation that's such a great mentality i think too like so much is attached to the goal and and yeah. you know for him to say there's no vesna there's no this there's no that the cup is the ultimate prize in this sport but Knowing that the journey is is more so on his mind than maybe the destination is 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 pretty cool because uh, if you're too focused on that end goal, you 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 don't soak up as much of what it takes to get there, and and that's such a cool thought process to have. In my opinion, I, that's that's how I try to look at life every day. Uh, this week's episode of the Chirp Podcast uh, with Darren Millard with Robin Leonard and Nick Kiprios also on it, uh, who talks a little bit about Lundquist as well. Uh, so who, who do you think gets the table in, in New York? Henrik Lundqvist or Mark Messier? It's the last table in the restaurant. Uh, oh, man, that's tough. Yeah, uh, gonna, we I'm went back go, and forth on it. I'm going to go with, with Lundqvist. Um, yeah, it's Lundqvist. I take that. the other end of that. I take the guy who won the cup. Kipper said the, the Lundqvist has uh, the nice suits and uh, uh, some some great numbers, but when you can bring your own cup to the table... No, not <laughs> he went it. with that. Uh, he went with uh, Messier. When we continue, uh, it's uh, catching up with Chapman on this Thursday edition, the final show of the week for the VGK Insider Show. As we continue from Finley Volkswagen and Valley Auto Mall on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Here's Darren Millard and Brian Wallace. Out on location at Finley Volkswagen, Finley Auto Mall. Person walking by in that uh, squirrel costume was outstanding today. I've, I finally got myself settled down from that. Chappie, well done on the music, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> As we catch up with uh, Chris Chapman, explain that. Well, it went with the Halloween theme today on the music, Werewolves of London, Monster Mash by the Misfits. Uh, I can't remember what else I played. Uh, Pet Cemetery by the uh, uh, Ramones, but... Uh, yeah, so we won't have a show before Halloween. This is our last. So uh, I am say, I will say I will be giving out candy. I'm not telling you where I live, but I will be giving out candy. So all the all the kids in my neighborhood will, will certainly be uh, enjoying. I went to, like, the, the, the warehouse store, and I bought the big bag of candy with 150 pieces in it. And I'm afraid that I'm not going to be able to give it all out now. So I told my mm. wife, like, every kid that comes... Just give them like five or six pieces because I think that's the only way I'm getting oh, rid yeah, of 150 pieces. What do yeah. you think of the Tampa Bay Lightning renaming themselves the Frightening? I like it. Go with it. It's Halloween. Embrace it. Embrace the, the, the holiday. 
Uh, thanks uh, for uh, everybody for stopping by at uh, Finley Volkswagen Valley Automall. Appreciate it. And uh, we can't wait to chat with you again on Monday. Remember, open phones on Monday, 4 to 4.30. I think there's going to be a much different vibe next Monday than there was this week as the Golden Knights go for three in a row tomorrow on Nevada Day. Special start, 5 o'clock. Tune in to the pregame show at 4 o'clock tomorrow with Ryan Wallace on Fox Sports Las Vegas.